0: Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Market Bites. I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. And we're here to break down three of the hottest financial events that happened this week, so you can keep your finger on the pulse. Whether you're on your way to work, at the gym, or wherever and whenever you have the time to get updated. So, are you ready? Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode. I'm joined by our market analyst based out in Sydney, Australia, Josh Gilbert. Josh, how are you? I'm good. So I'm good. How are you today? Yeah, yeah, very well. bit nervous. For those that are listening today, Wednesday, the 26th of April, Arsenal play Manchester City later. And it's probably our biggest game in about 17 years <laughs> uh, as a football club. So, yeah, very nervous. Uh, I'll actually be at the Emirates tonight obviously the game is at the Etihad but I'll be at the Emirates with Etoro. we're doing like a watch along with some of Arsenal's um, uh, customers I guess he's them fans and uh, you know I'll be there with Ray Parler and Sol Campbell uh, doing a, a sort of a Q&A intro to Etoro and stuff like that so it should be a good evening until about the 12th minute when Haaland bullies rob holding but uh stranger things have happened you never know we might pull it off but uh yeah not too bad how's has uh, the week been obviously, obviously with rugby australia last week so you couldn't make the pod i saw Good. on etoro australia's twitter just sort of behind the scenes look really cool
1: yeah yeah uh, mr ladler filling in for me last week thank you mr ladler um, probably have my job here soon, but um, yeah. but no, yeah, brilliant. Um, a great bunch of lads uh, at, at the Wallaby, so always a pleasure to go up them and you know teach everyone a little bit about investing as well. The whole team obviously are coming over to to France in September for the Rugby World Cup, um, so that will be obviously a huge tournament. So best of luck to them, and hopefully we'll see uh see an Australia England quarter final semi final. Um, that would be. An interesting one so uh yeah Yeah. always always a pleasure but yeah the the focus turns tonight sam turns turns to you after a couple of tough results for the arsenal um so depending on either way it goes tonight i would like anybody listening to this to either just tweet sam later (laughs) or congratulations or some condolences either way tonight so please you know you've got to look after got
0: to look after the tour employees especially the ones that run the podcast so yeah absolutely well like you said a couple of bad results can be like a couple of bad quarters from a company and then if you have one really good one people forget about what's just happened. Yeah. And that may well be the case with some of the companies that we're going to talk about. Uh, it's a really, really big week this week. Over half of the S&P 500 is reporting. 14 of the 30 Dow components are reporting as well. Really, really big week. Uh, just a reminder, um, if you're watching along on YouTube, uh, please do like, share, subscribe, all of that kind of stuff really does help. And then if you're on uh, a podcast platform, whether that be Apple, Apple, amazon spotify wherever you get your uh podcast please do give us a rating um on on spotify at the moment i think we're on 85 ratings let's get that to 100 this episode if you're listening on Come spotify on. right now get your phone out give us a rating we'll promise we'll make this podcast worth it um the the topics that hopefully will live up to that uh are going to be on amazon alphabet aka okay, google and meta josh how does that sound Sounds good. Yeah. As you say, huge week on the earnings front. Um,
1: we've got obviously PCE inflation data to come as well. I think the focus, though, will be earnings. But uh,
0: yeah, huge week nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Big one. Big one. And uh, yeah, this is by far the biggest uh, earnings week of this quarter. What uh, should say quarter one earnings. Um, but first up, then Amazon, who report after the market close on Thursday. So for those newer investors that, that don't quite know, when that will be that'll be if you're in the uk anyway that's going to be just after 9 pm when the stock market closes in america uh when i was looking into amazon tuesday afternoon they were up year to date 26% but down 28% from this time 365 days ago so still a little bit of way to go but a decent enough start this year share price wise things are really finally set right now between the bulls and the bears it's getting squeezed it feels like something is going to give soon and maybe that earnings report will help bulls or bears really cement a decision uh, and help with the direction of travel for the uh the big company here um what are investors looking out for then in your opinion from this report josh um, well, it
1: is a fascinating business. Is Amazon? Um, I'm currently in the process of of doing a deep dive uh, into Amazon for uh, one of the stop break episodes. So keep your eyes out. That will be they'll be here soon. But um, yeah, fascinating company. You know, from uh, from its humble beginnings as a as a bookstore to you know 500 billion dollars in revenue nowadays. Um, everything from you know, healthcare to still selling books to streaming, you know, you name it. But I think we're gonna get a we've already got a good lead, I think, for Amazon in terms of earnings from the other two stocks that we'll cover in a moment in um in Microsoft and, and Google. But their numbers ultimately I think bode well for Amazon. Um two of the bright spots from the those reports were were advertising in cloud and and those are two important parts of Amazon's business. Um, none more important than than the cloud, which is uh, obviously AWS in Amazon Web Services. And and that is that is a beast. That is a, a, an absolute beast of a of a business segment, if you like. And it is a profitable beast as well. And that is is ultimately driving Amazon to being profitable without it. Amazon would have made a loss in twenty twenty two. So there's actually, if anyone's interested, a nice chart on on Twitter that I put on last week, and it actually shows the you know income that Amazon made in 2022, and it breaks down Amazon's international and North America business and then AWS. And you know, I think Amazon would have lost about seven billion dollars in 2022 if it wasn't for AWS. Um, so, you know, a, a huge beast and growth is expected to slow, you know, and quite significantly to about 14%. That comes obviously with slowing corporate budgets. Um, but I think, again, from what we saw from Microsoft, it came through better than expected, it actually came through at probably the top end of, of, of estimates. So I think that was pretty strong there. We can also look for cash flow focus that was something that the amazon has focused quite heavily on over over recent years but that fell negative in 2022 due to you know those increased overheads and i think as i say that's that's been a focus um for amazon for some time and given their sort of cost cutting measures that we've seen across most big tech names such as the the layoffs well, it will be nice to get an update to see if, if that has turned positive again as I said, advertising, another one of its sort of fastest growing segments. We're expected to see about a 15% jump in in revenue there. Again, following Google's results could be pretty positive. But look, bottom line here is that Amazon is going to face some challenges. Um, no doubt about that. Whether it's through retail spending, slowing down, you know, Americans not, you know, making as many big ticket purchases, choosing maybe one subscription service to have, maybe canceling Prime or, or something else throw in the recession obviously in there as well um corporate slowdown in budgets you know there there is obviously a lot to taking to account but this is a mammoth business that is still heavily focused on growth and has huge long-term opportunities as I say from cloud continuing to grow its investments into AI as I said earlier healthcare um Rivian with EVs there's so much potential with this business um you know again we I've not even mentioned even retail or third-party sellers on the platform there as well so huge opportunity there some some short-term um headwinds to watch but I think there's plenty of um of positives yeah I think heading into into earnings if we've if we have a look at what's happened with Microsoft and Google over the last 24 to 48 hours
0: yeah really interesting um and of course on on other on thursday other companies that are reporting you've got intel snap you've got pinterest american airlines caterpillar uh you've got some really really big companies there mastercard crocs as well um i guess what people want to know crocs for josh yes or no absolutely not
1: <laughs> the worst the worst fashion show ever I, how they have even got to mass market is beyond me Do you know what I've, I've heard they're, i've heard they're really comfortable so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know shoot people down for wearing them because you know it's absolutely your choice but for me
0: it's a big no-no i'm afraid yeah i i I think um the way i look at crocs yes they're comfortable they're not massively comfortable actually by the way but um interesting I, i i think of them like a pug pugs are ugly but people feel sorry for them and therefore like them crocs are ugly people feel sorry for them and therefore like them so for me there's a little similarity there. Sorry if you've got a pug, but they are ugly. They're cute though. Imagine imagine say. if someone's listening to this,
1: walking their pug with a pair of Crocs on.
0: We've really victimized them there. <laughs> yeah, give us, a, give us a good rating. <laughs> They're going to fill a tax. We're sorry. We didn't mean nothing by it. Yeah. Uh, let's move on swiftly. Uh, second company today, uh, and you mentioned it a little bit already, is is Alphabet. So I guess in a similar way to, to Amazon, while we were doing our research yesterday, I was looking at the company Tuesday afternoon. So year to date, it's up 20 and over the last 365 days, it's it's down 15%. So it was a little bit less affected last year, but it's up a little bit less this year. Uh, so in, in theory, you could maybe say it's a little less volatile. Uh looking at this technically, um, I think for the bulls to be happy, you know, once the market opens and we get the close of the day, we want to see price above 108, 109, which is strong resistance, basically the high of this year. If, um, you know, following this earnings report, we get a, a big move lower and we end up below 100 per share, which is the 200 day moving average as well, or even below 96. And I think people would start to worry. Josh, the market has already reacted a little bit positively, negatively. And what have you and the street focused on here?
1: Uh, positive, yeah. Street liked it. Um, I think it was a pretty solid result for for Alphabet, as we say, it's, it's sort of help shares after hours. Um, key takeaway beat on earnings, beat on revenue. Um, the key was strong numbers from its advertising arm. You know, that's where Google Alphabet makes its money it's from advertising, it's from its search engine, and that came in um, better than expected. It, it wasn't setting the world alight and i did see some comparisons today with sort of year-over-year numbers which again we are seeing a decline in um in spending or or revenue in the advertising arm year-over-year but we beat expectations and i think coming in expectations were quite low we've had this conversation a few times sam but when expectations are low you've got that room to, to beat to the upside and um and i think that When I think about Alphabet or or Google and we're seeing maybe corporate enterprises, you know, cut budgets or not spend as much, you know, budgets are being slashed. I would say if I was a, you know, a marketing manager, I would be focusing on Google, right? If I'm going to spend my money, that's where I want to put it in the main platform. Um, That's where everyone goes every single day. If you need anything, you just Google it. So I think they've always got that in terms of brand recognition, they have that. And I think that's why from an investor perspective, it it has such a huge moat, especially when competition um, is so rife as well. Again, if you want to know how sort of, you know, Alphabet and Google got in in 2022 and and sort of what some of their challenges and risks are ahead, then, then if you scroll down slightly on on the podcasts um then you'll be able to see a stock break for for alphabet as well we also had microsoft microsoft numbers were again pretty sound uh, and pretty stellar across the board i think is is the easiest way to say this again from just you know the top down on the surface of uh the you know the report it, it was hard to sort of really take anything away from it negatively earnings beat revenue beat cloud computing be personal computing beat Operating income be just again blew numbers out of the water in that sense. Again, lowered expectations, but after hours it was up about eight and a half percent. Um, and I think, you know, this is important for these two names. They've sort of delivered for investors when it does really matter and going into the start of a, a big week. Um Cloud again is the focus, I think, here at the moment, remains a bright spot for for both companies. Alphabet saw growth of 28% in sales, first quarterly profit, and then Microsoft reported a 31% increase um in its Azure business as well. And that's looking to gain share on, on AWS, which we mentioned earlier, and, and that mm-hmm. is the, the market leader. A big focus from both as well was on AI. Um, I think you know this is a the, a technology that both see as as the key to future growth. I think Microsoft is probably going to be one of the names on Wall Street that is in the strongest position, given it had that investment into OpenAI, um, which is obviously the um, the uh, the founder of obviously ChatGPT, and obviously that has been as we know, um, you know, unbelievably successful this year. I think the the slight worry maybe I would have for for Alphabet or Google at this point is that. Um, I think they're sort of struggling to, to keep up slightly in AI. Um, and I think that could play a huge role in in the future of search engines. Microsoft have obviously rolled it out with with Bing and and Google has obviously dominated, you know, really um, search engines for, you know, we could go back years, but, you know, at least 10 years for, for sure. And I think AI is now that big shift in technology and there will be an intense battle, I think, over the next decade for this market share. Um Bottom line, you know, a, a great report from Microsoft, pretty decent report from Google. And, and I think investors will be pleased. And I think the market and Wall Street will like it as well.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a good point as well for what I'm about to talk about now with for those people that are trading, say, the NASDAQ or the S&P or whatever. But typically, you know, when people look at these big tech stocks, if they're going to trade the secondary reaction, it's going to be on the NASDAQ. And. Just when these earnings came out, as I mentioned, they all come out pretty much just after 9pm if it's aftermarket close. The Nasdaq in the following sort of 30, 40 minutes rose nearly one and a half percent because of these earnings. A lot of people saying how uh, Microsoft and Alphabet, etc., saved the market. We had a pretty poor day in anticipation of worse earnings. That wasn't the case. And the Nasdaq has, has pushed higher. It's a little bit. More positive this morning as well. Uh, Of course, still a big week still to come. We're not even halfway through yet. uh, Of course, Uh, some of the other companies that are reporting uh, this week. I'll just have a quick little run through. As I mentioned, over half of the S and P 500, which is pretty mental when you think about that, uh, all in one week. Um, OK, so we're coming into Wednesday you have to bear with me. I've just lost uh, the the chart. But the, the point being here um, is that it's a busy one, that there's going to be companies where people may have wanted to get in before, hold off, wait for the earnings, because, yes, you've seen, you know, if you bought Microsoft before uh, their earnings, you're laughing now. But on the flip side, it's not guaranteed that. Uh, you know, you're you're better off thinking, okay, well, let's have a look at that earnings report, listening to the Digest and Invest podcast, uh, and then making a decision whether you do want to get in, get out, trim it, add to it, whatever it might be. So before the open Wednesday, for those lucky enough to listen, Boeing, Hilton, uh, all reporting. And then after the market close, we'll talk about Meta in a moment. You've, got, you've also got Roku there as well. Um, so some big companies, big companies. Final company that we're mentioning uh, is Meta. Uh, year to date, by the way, is up, or as of Tuesday, is up seventy six percent, and over the last three hundred sixty five days, uh, it's actually up thirteen percent, which is pretty remarkable, I guess, when you think about it. But if a stock's up that much, usually, uh, you know, if, if we go back a year ago, it's likely to be up as well. Um, looking at the chart, ultimately, I think bulls would love price above two twenties and not below two o five, so fifteen dollar range there that in in theory you'd imagine and certainly off the last earnings that meta have had you would think the volatility would, would break that whether that be to the upside 220 or the downside 205 um however they're not going to be too bothered if it does just sort of stay where it is really strong start to the year we've seen as i mentioned big moves off earnings reports double digit percentage moves higher or lower uh, so for those that are thinking to get into meta For example, before that earning support, just chill out, relax, and listen to what Josh has to say before making any decision. How are you seeing it, Josh? I don't think there's any
1: margin for error. That's Mm -hmm. a fact here for for Meta. I think given, you know, they are one of the best performers, I think maybe the second best performer, third best performer on the S&P 500 uh, this year after, obviously, what was a pretty dismal 2022 um we obviously have seen value investors you know really sort of lick their lips take the opportunity to sort of pick this stock up at you know heavily discounted uh valuation in the back end of 2022 um the focus will just be on i think um the, the cost saving measures they've obviously gone through plenty of of uh cost cutting through job cuts i think they had 10,000 then we had another 11,000 That's obviously try try and get expenses down by about 5 billion. And the expectations in this report is to return to growth in revenue after we saw quarterly declines for the last three straight quarters. So that's going to be the focal point, I think. Um, And it's just going to be if these cost-cutting measures have had their desired effects. Um, We'll probably be looking at reality labs again, which for those that don't know is its metaverse push, which Mm -hmm. it obviously is taking billions and billions of dollars worth of losses in each quarter Uh, it's about three billion dollars a quarter at the moment so i think we would probably or investors would like to see some improvement on that side um, but just broader across the board i think zuckerberg called this the the year of efficiency for meta so let's see if if that pays off um, in the quarter i think outside of cost cutting measures and obviously a return to revenue profitability you know, the core business of Meta is obviously it's family of apps in terms of, you know, it is advertising, whether it's Mm. through um, Instagram, whether it's through YouTube, whether it's on Facebook itself, macro headwinds have affected them just like Google. And they've had plenty of competition uh, from TikTok and obviously YouTube as well. Um, And you know, I think you know. I think Apple made some changes in 2022 as well, some privacy changes which didn't help things. Um, but you know, slowdown in advertising budgets, as we mentioned with with, with Google, is is obviously going to be the key. We did see some positivity there. Hopefully, maybe we've seen the the worst of of budget cuts for enterprises. So it doesn't, you know, it should only improve from here. Hopefully, that was kind of what we sort of felt I think from the earnings calls that we had from Alphabet and Microsoft that the worst is maybe behind um but as I say as I said earlier competition is rife there is only so much money to go around businesses are still spending with Google are they still attracted to meta and that's going to be you know a key for investors to focus on they do have a huge you know base of of apps I don't think there's probably a more you know popular social media app in the world than Instagram um you know, maybe TikTok's up there these days, but again, that's that sort of, you know, that face off that competition. I would also like to see a nice update on Meta Verified. Uh, Again, probably Mm -hmm. nothing right now in terms of, you know, huge revenue. I don't think it's probably going to change anything too much, but I would like to hear how it's going to, how they expect it to impact revenues. I think this, this came out in between its last earnings and, and, uh, and this current earnings. So I would like a bit of an update on, on how they expect that to to work from them but ultimately that's going to be fantastic for profitability so i'd like to hear some commentary around that um it has obviously launched in in some areas of the world already so be good to see the traction on it and obviously plenty of conversation recently with twitter's removal of its legacy verification as well which has caused a bit of a storm um but look i think bottom line let's not forget meta is is obviously going for a bit of a difficult period they do have 15 billion dollars in cash might not be as healthy as some other big tech names but it's still a pretty penny in this current environment and you know similar to some of the other names i've mentioned you know amazon and google etc you, know, you know meta has got some some great businesses instagram whatsapp facebook three household names right there so you know i don't think we're going to stop using any of those names uh overnight and i think that's ultimately why um, the stock's up 70% this year right because mm-hmm. it it moved into you know into a territory um where value investors saw an opportunity um in terms of okay this isn't a stock that's going to go away it looks very attractive at this current level yes growth is is still slowing but at some point it, it will come back um and yeah i think this earnings report will be key i think to to keep it at its current level as you say there's you know um some key levels to keep an eye on there and i think if if it if it doesn't you know, meet expectations. If
0: it comes in below, I think there will be some weakness for sure. Yeah. One to keep an eye on for sure. I'd be very surprised if people wake up on Friday or look Thursday night, see uh, pre-market unchanged for meta. <laughs> I think we're going to see a decent size move either way. Uh, look, we'll wrap it there for today. We'll be back next week. Uh, it's a shortened week for us in the UK. So hopefully Arsenal can finish my week off pretty well. And then I'll be celebrating all weekend or drowning my sorrows, more likely the latter. Josh, I'll see you next week. Um, and uh, I hope you have a good one. Yeah, thanks, Sam. See you next week.
1: And I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their week. Take care, everyone.
0: Trade safely, everyone. You have been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.